You know, the world right now is a really unsettled place. And for such a time as this, women play a most important role in history as peacemakers. The goal of Ladies of Liberty Sound Off is to affect the lives of women in an empowering way through discussion of important issues of the day. So, are you ready? The Ladies of Liberty are ready to sound off. Well, the events at the Capitol during the demonstration for President Trump, uh, which was a peaceful protest for the most part, until such time as some people breached the Capitol. The protest turned ugly inside the Capitol. And that's what we want to talk about today for a bit. What really did happen? What are our thoughts about it? What are America's thoughts about it? And what's going to happen from this event? With me today are Ava Armstrong, uh, author and just prolific author. You can catch her books on Amazon and a number of other places where you can buy books. And Becky Stokes, who is a housewife, has been a housewife for 41 years. However, she also headed up the Trump train in Texas and has been a very huge Trump supporter. And I'm Linda Martinelli, a business owner and Talking While Married host on America Out Loud. So I want to get right to it because so many things have happened in the past couple of days in America. Just things are changing rapidly. Ava, let's talk about the Capitol for a minute. Uh, I saw that most of that uh, demonstration the day that it happened. I watched it on TV and watched it unfold. Um, the demonstration was definitely about an election that had been stolen. And that was the, the whole theme of the thing. Uh, I think the electorate is fed up with the fact that the Supreme Court turned down numerous cases about the election fraud. And people were recognizing that the legislatures in these various states were also going to certify an election that was fully fraudulent. So that's what that demonstration was about. I think when you look at all of the information that has been documented, even since the demonstration, you begin to put the pieces together and for the courts to ignore blatant, obvious crimes and fraud that were committed against the American people, taking away their voice, not allowing them to exercise the privilege of voting for a candidate, that's part and parcel of why the Trump supporters were in Washington, D.C. on the day of the rally, because they were protesting the fact that many of our legislators were going to certify fraudulent votes, while many of the other legislators were going to object. And they were giving their support to the ones that were going to object and giving them courage to stand, stand up for the bullies that are trying to jam something down our throats that was nothing but a big lie. Well, I agree with you, Becky. You know, people have missed the point of that whole protest and demonstration at the Capitol and in Washington, D.C. It was not President Trump calling to people to come there 
he could say whatever he wants at any time. But to have hundreds of thousands of people leave their jobs, come long, long distances, people came from every state in the union to be there far and near, what would cause people to do that? And especially conservatives, because conservatives generally don't so much do that like liberals do. We kind of tend to stay working and taking care of our families, and we don't really get involved in that day-to-day type of you know, demonstration. So what caused all of these people, hundreds of thousands that jammed the streets peacefully to show up in Washington? It was exactly what you said, Becky, that our voices were taken away from us. Our votes were taken away from us. We were disenfranchised and we were minimized and we were told that there's nothing to see here. And we know better than that. And the Congress ignored us and the media ignored us and the Senate ignored us and the courts ignored us. And we're tired of that. We don't want to be ignored anymore. So we showed up to say no, this is not right. We, we do support the president. We do know that he won. Now, what they're doing, because some people, and it's been proven that it's not all conservative people, entered the Capitol and caused problems. And they shouldn't have. There, there's no excuse for it. But it was not your everyday conservative that was entering that Capitol. There was Antifa people. There was Black Lives Matter people. We know this for a fact because they have been arrested. They have been identified. So you can't tell us that that, that, that is not who was there. But the media has not said that. It's, you have to go look for that information. And it's not out there. What's out there in the media is that we conservatives are horrible people. And because of that, and because they say that the president's started an insurrection, which is absolutely false, that we have to be censored and quieted and put in our place. Yes, and exactly what you just said. The Twitter, whoever owns Twitter, started to panic because as patriots, we had a connection on there. There were many groups, many rooms, many, you know, many were communicating kind of below the wire. And once they saw that we could actually organize and send a horde of people that big to the Capitol. That's when big tech got together with Nancy Pelosi and said, don't worry, we'll just pull them all down. And they did. Well, look at why they pulled Trump down. He goes on and he denounces the protest, the violent protest and says, people, we need to be peaceful, please go home. Within minutes, they take him down because they do not want anyone to see that President Trump is not behind riots. He's actually calling for peace. They don't want to admit that our president really is trying to protect the people. Look, you've had over 150, 200 days of violence in many of these cities that are run by liberals, especially in Portland. When did you once see Biden, his running mate, or any other Democrat legislator or politician come out and denounce that violence and say, stop, no, 
What they did is they closed their eyes and ears, see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. That was to the media. It was a peaceful protest in their mind. You even had one legislator come out and say, oh, Antifa's a myth. The riots are a myth. Well, we're watching buildings being burned. We're watching police being murdered. We are watching Antifa and Black Lives Matter attack conservatives. We are watching buildings being destroyed, businesses being ruined. You cannot make any of this up. It is right there. And if social media on the other side doesn't want you to see it, well, they just take you down. It is the first step to socialism and communism. We silence the other side because we have to get our narrative out. Now, look, I had 50 of our Trump train members at the rally. They were still at the rally at 922 when the Antifa buses rolled up in front of the Capitol. There were five of them. They were all white buses and they all had their windows blacked out. The reason I know this is because there was a man standing there next to the other administrator with binoculars watching it go down. Those Antifa members and Black Lives members were let off the bus. They peacefully walked into an open door at the Capitol led by police. I will tell you that those two organizations have been infiltrated by the white hats. And they were infiltrated months and months ago so that our government could understand the workings of what was going on, when it was gonna go on, and so that they could begin to arresting people. Now, when Trump's speech was done, the protesters walked over. Yes, some of them went up into the Capitol building, but all of the ones that went in first were dressed as if they were mega supporters, and they went in but there was an agenda for the ones that were the actors for the white hats. There was an agenda to their method. Trump knew this was happening. That's why he was 30 to 40 minutes late to his own rally. He was giving them, and I know all of this because I've got some connections in Washington. He was doing all of this so that when that particular process was going down, he wanted none of his protesters, protesters. He wanted none of his followers there. He wanted all of it to happen before any of the mega people got there. And that is what happened, but that is not what the media will let you see. They are even messing with all of my stuff because I keep getting information from people from Washington that are giving me things that are happening before they're even happening. Look, this is coming up and then it comes up. And so they're beginning to silence me even. They messed with my messenger this morning and sent out a scam, spam, and I had to go for an hour telling people, do not open that. This is happening. My parlor account has been removed. I don't know how long for, but we're getting around it. There's other methods to get the information. So yes, they are silencing us to the hilt. They are silencing us and the media is making it sound as though the people that were there in Washington are a bunch of right-wing whack jobs and saying that the president is dangerous as Nancy Pelosi has been doing. I mean, this, we just have gone so far over the edge here. It's, it's almost unbelievable to me what is happening in our own country and they're going to take this and use it to 
shut us down immediately. They're, they're going to, do, to use this momentum that they have right now. What makes me really angry, besides the usual media lies about things that are happening and the censorship, which I do want to talk about, is that our own legislators, our own Republicans in the Senate and House, so many of them turned on the president. So many people in his administration walked out. And I, I feel like, you know, these these riots that happened over the summer, there was over 700 people that were killed and injured in those riots. There was numerous police officers that were killed and injured. There were people going into the police station trying to borrow it and burn them alive in the police stations. And yet you had Kamala Harris paying money and raising money to get these people out of jail. So how do you reconcile that now now on Capitol Hill, they're all so afraid as AOE, as uh, AOC says, oh, we were almost killed in there. Oh, when it comes home to you, now you're afraid. How about all these people, all these business owners who lost their businesses, whose businesses were burned down, whose employees were killed or injured, who people who lost their job, their livelihoods, their businesses, they were looted. It didn't matter to any of you then, but it matters now that they came into the people's house on Capitol Hill? Well, the thing, the thing we have to take away from that, Linda, is that the left has no rules, okay? There's nothing that they won't do to get what they want. And that's what we need to understand is they are the enemy. They're not nice people. They will do anything to seize power. And they're proving that to us right now. The president has been under siege for four years. They have done everything in their power to make him look like an evil man. And if you're watching and if you're reading and doing your own research, everything that they accuse the president of, the Democrats are actually guilty of. They accuse him of Russiagate. Well, the Democrats orchestrated that. They accuse him of the Ukraine um, scandal. Well, Biden was right in the middle of that. They accuse him of China and accepting money from China. Well, now we find out before the election, but nobody would talk about it on the left. It was actually the Bidens that were being paid off by China. And so in order to keep their people brainwashed and to make us look bad, they do nothing but lie or suppress the truth. And I can tell you, Linda, when you brought it up, why all of a sudden do conservatives now take time off from work, leave their jobs and the security of their homes to go do something? It's because we're done. We are absolutely done with the lies and the manipulating attitudes and actions of the Democrats and some Republicans to remain in power and to, con to continue to gain monetarily by their power, we're done. We have always been law-abiding citizens where we stayed home, minded our own business, believed that we had a voice and we could change things by being law-abiding citizens and protecting our families and making a living. And we began to find out that we were believing a lie. 
that we were being manipulated. And we're not going to do that anymore. We are not going to be silent. We can get into how all those elect electoral votes or electronic votes were changed. I've got some really good information from friends of mine that have connections in Washington. And it's all over the news, but the news won't report it. You have to dig. People have to have connections in order to get it. And when you get it and you post it, they take it down. We, we know that that happened. The problem is that none of it was uh, admitted or litigated no, what our, or what anything. Our problem is, no, what our problem is, is laws are no longer followed in this country. Right. Election well, law the insur- is no longer followed. I believe the Insurrection Act has already been signed. And you are going to start finding out what is actually going on in our country And I don't know if you know it. I'm just going to throw this out. Maybe we can talk about it in the next segment. Nancy Pelosi was MIA in the congressional hearings about the Amendment 25 to proclaim Trump unable and unstable to stay in the White House. She was MIA. Tell me why. If she is so dead set against getting President Trump out of the office, why wasn't she there? And number two, if she is so sure that Biden is going to be president. Why is she pushing all of this? Why is she fretful? And why are the Democrats scrambling to do something if they are absolutely convinced that their candidate won and something isn't going to be done about it? But I I think there is something going to be done about it. I think because she doesn't want him to have the opportunity to run again. We'll talk about that when we come back. Don't miss an episode of the Ladies of Liberty Sound Off. Subscribe to the podcast. And for the latest news and inspiration, join us back at AmericaOutloud.com. There's a great deal out there that's become very obvious to us. The crime, the destruction of our cities, the defunding the police calls, the tearing down of America's monuments, the corruption. What's not so obvious is where they're getting all the money from to do all of this. I'm here to tell you they're getting the money from you and I because we're not paying attention to where we're spending the money. And this is a real problem. I've become more conscious in my life when I take out my wallet of where that money is going. I wanna know what their values are. Are they given to a lot of the Marxist groups? Are they selling out overseas? Or are they supporting American patriotic businesses and people who care about the country? I'm excited to tell you about a new movement in our country, shoptotheright.com. So this is a group of patriots who got together uh, with shared values. They're veteran-owned and operated, and they decided to create a nationwide database and do something about the problem. So you want to go check out all the businesses on there. You can search by category or geography or whatever on there. Go check it out, shoptotheright.com. We all need to start using this as a regular point of sale and a way to do business. And on top of that, if you have a business, you can list it there for free as well. The service is totally free. These guys want to make a difference. Now we all need to make a difference with our dollar. It's time, people. We got to do something about it. As I always say, time to get involved and get loud. This is how you do it right here. ShopToTheRight.com. Okay. I think the second segment needs to be about censorship and how about some corporate fascism thrown in? Uh, big big tech, big media, uh, they're running the show here, folks, and we are being beaten down as patriots. 
And every Trump supporter knows exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, right now, it's Parler has been taken out um, by a coordination of hits from Google and Amazon and Apple. And this is war. This is all out war. And people out there listening will understand, I'm sure, especially if their Twitter account has been taken down. Um, there are still people on Twitter, but Twitter's stock is falling dramatically. Uh, they're losing, you know, millions of followers, uh, millions of people utilizing their app every day. I, for one, will not regret leaving Twitter because I've found social media has now become very antisocial. Uh, Twitter is now worse than it ever has been. Um, what do you think about that, Linda? Oh, I absolutely agree with you. I have found that Twitter is so angry and so vitriolic and there's so much hatred on there that it's upsetting to even go on there where I also made the switch to parlor sometimes back. And I, I really have enjoyed it. I, I'm not saying that there's never anything on there. And, and what I also see on there is that some liberals join parlor just to spout their hatred there. But by and large, the conservatives don't do that. We don't communicate that way. There's always exceptions to everything. But to take down Parler by saying that it is a vehicle for hatred and insurrection in this country is absolutely bogus. That's not true at all. Twitter would be that particular place, not Parler. So what I think is that there are other places to go. But in the meantime, the people at Parler are doing the smart thing and they are going to build their own uh, vehicle, their own web uh, engine to run that, get their own servers. And that is what the conservatives should be doing. We should take these two years to build our own medias. And I have heard President Trump say that maybe he's going to do something like that. I hope he does. I hope every billionaire conservative thinks about investing in, in making our own media so that these people cannot control us. Otherwise, we're going to be like Germany or Russia or China, where they have controlled their media. And I mean, Germany back in the, the Hitler days, where they have controlled the media and people only can hear what they want them to hear. And that's the direction that they want to take us in America right now. We can't let that happen. So we have to build our own and we are way late to this game, but we need to do it and start now. Well, let's talk a little bit about why they're doing it. In my opinion, I believe they're doing it is because they don't want, number one, their base to hear the truth and if we were not speaking the truth, if we were just speaking foolishness, then it wouldn't be offensive to them and they wouldn't bother with us. But the fact, let's go back to why they took Trump's down. He just told people to go home and be peaceful. They don't want people to hear the president be nice and tell his people to do the right thing. They have to push a different narrative. If we were ugly and saying horrible things like they are doing, we would be fine. But when the truth comes out and you cannot handle the truth, that's when you get 
defensive and you have to start fighting back and that's what they're doing. They're taking us down because someone might hear the truth or someone might actually do a little bit of research and find out that maybe what they are saying is incorrect. And you're absolutely right. The first step to socialism, communism, whatever you wanna call it, fascism, is to silence anyone that doesn't agree with you. I have two words or four, four words actually to say. Speakeasy and Underground Railroad. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we've got, I, I just think we have to make a start. And there are places that people can go, Ava, on social media. So Parlor is one. And Parlor will be back. Parlor will be back up it shortly will. on a different platform. We um, mm -hmm. is like Facebook. And it's more conservative and doesn't have the vitriol like Facebook does. So get away from uh, Zuckerberg and go to MeWe. There's Gab. That's kind of like Twitter, but actually Apple and Google have also shut down their app because it's a conservative uh, Twitter-like network. They will have to regroup and they're still up and running. They haven't been shut off on their, their servers, but they probably will be. And then you have Rumble, who is kind of the YouTube, kind of the, more the conservative YouTube or you know, some, somewhere where things are not picked and chosen as to what you can see, right? It's, mm -hmm. it's more open. And then, you know, for books and things, you can always go to Barnes and Noble instead of Amazon because uh, Jeff Bezos is absolutely, he also takes books off and does not let books and things be on Amazon that you can buy that don't suit him so even my husband's book the truth behind the black lives matter and the war on police book he has taken off amazon because he supports black lives matter and if you go to look for that book on amazon it now says the book is unavailable the book is not unavailable at all it just is that they won't allow us to sell it anymore it's been on there for four years but when he started supporting blm he took it off so you see that they are censoring whatever they want to censor and people for the most part aren't even aware that they're being censored well i have another one i'd like to add to that instead of using messaging that is connected to facebook you can download an app called telegram and you can join different channels and you can invite your own contact contacts. It's a little bit like texting on your message for your phone, except on this one, I've actually become friends with Devin Nunes. I've become friends with Don Jr. And who else have I become friends with? You can join the channels and they will speak on there or they will write on there and give you up-to-date information like the president is supposed to be speaking sometime soon. And you can join Steve Bannon's war room. He updates regularly. And I've also joined Pompeo's group. So you can go on Telegram and you can join these different channels and you will get 
up-to-date news on a regular basis. And right now it's fabulous because we can talk to people just like you're texting. So people need to look into that, invite your friends, join it. It's easy to work and it's pretty secure from what I'm, from what I'm seeing. Excellent, excellent. Now those are good options. I mean, I, I just think that conservative people in America need to take these two years to start developing their own resources to you know, be able to have their own media outlets that are not dependent on people like the Twitter people and Jeff Bezos and Zuckerberg. I think that, that we should start our own and that way they cannot take it away from us because we have to have a voice and we can have the underground and we will have the underground as Ava said, uh, but we, we've just got to get in the game with the media because we are getting, you know, just taken to the woodshed by the media all the time. And the other thing we need to do too, um, the clock is ticking. We only have 22 months to do this. So there's a lot that needs to be done. Building platforms is very critical as you are saying, but I think we also need to have some kind of an agreement. If somebody's going to run and call themselves a conservative, they need to stand for certain things in our platform. This is very similar to when the Tea Party was organized. I don't know if you remember all that, but I was on the ground floor in my state with the Tea Party. And I was fascinated with how we did this because we held people accountable. If they were going to be a Tea Party member or a conservative, they had to sign an agreement to be on board with certain unalienable rights, you might say, okay? And the other piece that we only have 22 months to take care of is election integrity. How are we going to do that? Well, many of us are talking about doing away with the Republican Party and calling it the Patriots because mm -hmm. they seem to be the ones that are strong United States citizens from all areas of life, nationalities, different classes, whether you're rich, whether you're middle class, whether you don't make as much, you're a patriot. And you know why? Because you stand for the flag and because you believe in the constitution and because you want to see the right thing done. You want to see the correct thing done. They tend to be a little bit more moral. I can't say everybody would be that way. I don't know them all. But for the most part, we are moral, God-fearing, loving individuals. And so we are pushing for that party to be the Patriot Party. And we're done with the Republicans because there's too many of them that have turned on our president just within the last two weeks. And it has it is angering all of us that put those people in power. And now we're finding out they are not supporting what we believe. Yeah, I agree with uh, both of you. But Ava, to your point about the elections, that is critical. These states, all the states that had problems in this uh, past election with Dominion machines, with the mail-in ballots, with not uh, checking IDs, we have got to in every single state in the country, come up with a method of fair voting, voting that checks people's IDs, that we know that they're registered voters, that we know that they're not dead, that we know that 
people are not voting other people's ballots. We cannot send out mail-in ballots indiscriminately all over the place. They have to be requested as absentee ballots. And we have got to get that under control. And as I see it, the only way to get that under control is for each and every state, the people in the state to lobby for that to be done in their state, that free and fair elections happen and that votes have to be counted properly. And my worry is that in some of the democratic states that they don't want to do that because it always goes in their direction. And now that they've seen how easy it has been and how there's been no repercussions for them to have committed fraud, my fear is that that's gonna be very hard to do, but we have to find a way to do that. And, and there, one more thing I need yeah. to throw in here. We have to have a an end date for the election, okay? We cannot have ballot harvesting go on for a month after the election. This is ridiculous. It's illegal. It should be made illegal. A federal law should make this illegal across the whole country. Well, and we can't be voting for two months before either. We The, no. the voting should be, say, two or three days. That's it. That's it. That's, That's it. it. And you're and we're done. We don't have the this voting for you know a month before, which I, I don't COVID or no COVID, people can vote if they choose to vote. And if they don't choose to vote, then they don't. Nobody's right. well, taking their right away from them. They they are exercising their free right to vote or not vote. That's up to them. And you don't change the directives or the rules in the middle of the game without going through the state legislature who is the ruling body of how you're going to participate and vote. And that's what these key states, and they're only key states because of this election, because this is where all the fraud basically occurred. You don't change in midstream on how you're gonna do things without going through proper process and doing it correctly. And let me just throw this in here. And I've got my own opinion about coronavirus. But if you can go to the grocery store, and if you can go to a large department store to pick something up, why can't you go to the voting booth? Why can't you go to the place? Okay, stand six feet apart. That's what they make you do at some of the other places. If you want to wear your mask, put your mask on. But you don't need a mail-in vote if you can do any of these other things. You can, and that was their agenda all along. For the mail-in ballot, they needed to shut the machines down at a certain time. And the reason they shut them down was because the algorithm couldn't keep up with all the votes Trump was getting. So they had to insert a new algorithm. And then all of a sudden have all these mail-in votes that appeared from out from underneath tables in suitcases and trucks and whatever to add to Biden's vote, along with another country changing the votes in the machines. And that's another subject. But my point, if you can go to the grocery store, you can go to the voting booth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Becky, so what, what you're saying about changing the algorithms in the middle of it, that sounds like a conspiracy theorist. However, it's not. No, it's let, not. Let me finish. It's not. And the reason it's not is people have who did it, who actually performed those changes in the algorithms, have signed affidavits that have yes. said that they were involved in that and that it was 
a fraudulent election and that Trump actually did win. So this is not something that we're making up out of thin air. These are people that actually have come forward and said, I was involved in this. Here's how it happened. Here's how we did it. And yes, we did it. So and, and they've and got the- their pictures and they know who they are. Yes. They've got their pictures leaving uh, the U.S. Embassy in Rome, fleeing after the election. And they're covering themselves up. And the company that hey, that helped them do that is a high tech company called yes. Leonardo. The cardinal sin is we're not allowed to go before a court and provide this proof and get a decision made. This is the cardinal sin in America right now. Yes. We have courts that will not listen to a case. We have courts that will not pass our laws that are already on the books. I think you're gonna find out in the not too distant future that there are a lot of people out there that have committed treason. I think it's going to be exposed. And I think we're gonna have some positive results, but we have to wait and see what happens. You've watched for decades as radical Marxists have systematically taken over some of our nation's most cherished institutions. Well, AmericaOutloud.com is fighting back with one of the fastest growing conservative media networks in the world, featuring some of the nation's most influential experts and commentators. Join us. We're in this together. And we consider you part of our family in our crusade to share the news, commentary, and agenda that can lead America back again. It is a fight for the soul of humanity. America Out Loud Talk Radio is the voice of liberty and justice for all. What if a new treatment backed by 17,000 scientific articles was proven to extend our lifespan, protect against terrible diseases like cancer, heart disease, and dementia, make us more attractive and thinner, feel calmer and happier, and boost energy levels, memory, and performance? What would you pay for even the smallest dose of this treatment? The good news is you don't have to pay anything because these are just some of the benefits of a full night of quality sleep. If you're one of the millions of Americans who need better quality sleep, the time to change is now. Until now, most sleep aids haven't worked, but a new easy-to-swallow sleep gel invented by the leading nutrition company Healthy Cell is designed to support all four stages of human sleep to help you fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep deep, and wake up refreshed. It's called REM sleep. To get a free two-night supply of REM sleep, visit HealthyCell.com sleep. That's Healthy, C-E-L-L dot sleep. Listen to the Ladies of Liberty sound off on iHeartRadio or our free apps on Apple, Android, or Alexa. Well, ladies, we've talked about some issues that are troubling in our times right now. And I have to say, I go from being discouraged to encouraged by some of the news that I'm getting um, privately from individuals. But let's talk a little bit about Where do we go from here? How do we fix this? And all I can say right now is what I think we are experiencing is our heads have been in the sand and I liken it to putting a frog, a live frog in a bucket of water, 
putting it on the stove and turning it on and letting it just slowly heat up. And I think that's where America is right now. We have not paid attention to what has been going on in our government enough to be educated enough to see that there have been problems, that things were taking direction that we wouldn't necessarily agree with. And we swallowed hook, line and sinker, what a politician said to us because that's what we wanted to hear. And we thought, okay, so they're on our side, I'll vote for them. When a politician got up to speak, it was depending on what group of people they were talking to as to what side they were going to be on at the moment, because they would say one thing and then the next group of people, well, no, I didn't really mean it that way. This is what I really meant. And then the third group of people, they completely denounced what they said to the other two group of people altogether. So they make it sound like whatever you want to hear so that they could get your vote. And really, all they are doing is wanting you to put them in power so they can gain financially and they can gain power because that's what this is all about. Yeah. And for me as well, this is about taking an oath to uphold the Constitution of the United States. And here's the travesty of it. We have many, many courts with many, many judges who took that oath, but they're not abiding by it. And we have many politicians in Congress right now and in state legislatures who have taken that oath. But again, they're not, uh, they're not obeying that oath at all. So they're making a travesty of this oath, actually. And they're making a joke of our constitution in this country. And I, for one, I'm livid. So what do I do when I get really angry? I don't go out and protest. What I do is I get to work. And we have 22 months left. The clock is ticking. We're, we need to build platforms. But one of the things we really need to build is a firewall, okay? Just like we did when we had started the Tea Party movement. We need to build a firewall in that Senate and in that House. And that belongs to us. Nobody owns the Senate or the House. That is the people's house. These people report to us and we need to take our authority and use it properly. We need election integrity, yes we do. We need to get rid of ballot harvesting. We need to get candidates who in there, like Candace Owens, I'll use her for an example, Turning Point USA. These young people so inspire me. If you ever listen to them talk, they're just, they're exactly what we need. We need a breath of fresh air. We need integrity. Yep. Well, and we have to be careful that that's what we're voting for. Because, you know, when you were saying about the people saying whatever the, that their audience wants to hear, all I could think of was Joe Biden. And Joe Biden is, he, I doubt that he'll even make it through the presidency for four years. I think that Kamala is going to be president. And that scares the heck out of me because she is wholly unqualified to be president. So what we need to do, as you both have said, is we need to organize, we need to be involved, we need to be informed, we need to put candidates up there that are constitutional type of candidates, that are ethical kinds of candidates that are going to keep their word. And, you know, Ava, I know that you have really respected Josh Hawley as I have. And mm -hmm. I mean, they are trying to ruin him right now because he stuck up for the president and he stuck up for 
for us, for, for the people who believe that fraud was committed in the election. So what they want to do is anybody that's ethical and that has their own mind and is not just a go along to get along type of candidate they want to take down. And we have to have people strong enough to withhold that. We don't need any more Murkowskis. We don't need any more Mitt Romneys. We need to make sure that we vote and that we run candidates that are what we need to make a difference. And then in two years, we absolutely can take both the House and the Senate back, I believe, because I believe that enough things are going to be done in these first two years that are going to horrify the 74 million people that voted for President Trump, and they are going to fight back. The problems that we may encounter scare me if they add Puerto Rico and Washington, D.C. as states, then, boy, we're going to have a problem. But we have to stay united. We can't infight. We have to get our act together. And one more thing that doesn't seem like a big thing right now in politics, if you remember, well, you probably don't remember, but if we look back in history, 40 years or so ago, when they started changing the education in school, taking out civics, taking out proper history, taking out the reasons that America is great, we need to put that back in. So if you look at our schools, liberals are running our schools, and we need to get conservatives to start schools, to teach in schools, to run schools, so that we can put those things back into our schools to affect the generations of the future, just as they affected these generations right now. Well, yes, I can and, and we have to also, these candidates that we, that we put forth, you know, we have to make sure that they understand politics isn't beanbag, okay? Politics is a nitty gritty, violent history in our country. You have to look back to the beginning of how we were founded and you have to look at all the different acts of violence that have been committed over the years. I mean, it, it's, you know, capitalism and, and freedom, it's a mess, it's a messy system, but yet we have to keep it because the alternative is horrible. I can tell you for a fact that one of the individuals from the Trump train in a city near me went to Georgia because she's high up in the political party and the GOP. And she went there to count the votes when Georgia had the runoff election. She came back telling us that when you went in to vote, there were people there telling you how you were going to vote. So they were intimidating you, they're bribing you, they are threatening you. And you can see a little bit of that threat. I'll remember back when Kavanaugh was being sworn in as our one of our judges, our Supreme Court judges. There's a picture of Feinstein looking over Mikowski in the hall pointing a finger at her and it looks like she's yelling at her like you will not vote for Kavanaugh you I mean this is intimidation and this goes on all the time we need to find candidates that will not be intimidated that have a backbone and will stand up for what is right and will not be threatened or bribed in the direction that we 
did not put them in the office to go. We need to look and see, okay, what are you going to do if this happens? Ask them the hard questions. Ask them to tell you, okay, if this happens, how are you going to respond? Like with Holly, his family was threatened, but he didn't back down. He didn't give in to the hateful other side that says they're tolerant to give in to tyranny. And that's exactly what it is. It's tyranny. Mm -hmm. We have to target their their side um, like they target our side. So they'll they'll take a candidate and like they did with Lindsey Graham and throw tons of money to try to get them out of office because and they do it to the people that matter, the people that that make the changes or the people that stand up for conservatives. That's who they do it to. We need to look at targeting people and putting candidates in those areas uh, for the people that have been totally against the conservatives. You know, I I don't want to change the subject, but I'm going to change it just a bit for a second, only because we spent a lot of time talking about the riot, uh, the riots that happened in the summer and the, uh, the capital so-called riot. And I want to just tell you just for comparison, what the difference is. And this is why we need to look to the future to, to make a stand. So we had the BLM riots, which was left-wing violence, right? Those lasted seven months. The mm-hmm. Capitol riot, and I'll call it the riot because that's what they're saying, uh, lasted several hours. The BLM riots were condemned mostly by re- Republicans and Democrats. Not only did not condemn them, but they didn't do anything about them. And the Capitol riot was condemned by all Republicans and all Democrats. The BLM riots were encouraged by the media and politicians. The Capitol riot was encouraged only by fringe political groups. And both the police forces were used. In the BLM riots, 23 plus people were shot dead. In the Capitol riot, the one person that was shot dead wasn't doing anything at the time she was shot. There was 700 officers injured in the BLM riots. In the Capitol riots, there was 14 officers injured. In the BLM riots, there were 150 plus federal buildings damaged. In the Capitol riot, there was one federal building damaged. In the BLM riots, hundreds of small businesses were destroyed and no small businesses were destroyed in the Capitol. There was no outrage for the BLM riots, yet we have nationwide outrage for the Capitol riots. Doesn't something seem wrong with that picture to you? Yeah, very wrong, very wrong, (laughs) yes. It's the narrative that the left wants to push there. In fact, I can expound a little bit on the BLM and the Antifa riots. They were given money and they were giving instruments in order to um, pull off these riots. Oh, absolutely. And so what you also saw in the riot, if that's what you want to call it, at the Capitol, 
you saw police handing Antifa weapons or people handing people weapons out the windows. They were baseball bats. That is not the Patriot. The Patriot doesn't do that. That is a terrorist organization to make you think the other side is the bad guy just because they're dressed like the bad guy. So anybody that is looking at all of the riots that happened in, or the riot, the one riot that happened in Washington on a specific day, if they're looking at that and thinking, oh my gosh, that's the most horrible thing I've seen, then they're not opening up their eyes and looking at the truth and seeing what has gone on for the last 10 months. Exactly. Yeah, so for the future for us, uh, we're going to have a couple of hard years, I believe. I, I believe the conservatives are going to really, really be shut down in so many ways until we aren't. And what I mean by that is we're not going to stay shut down. They can shut down Parler. Parler's going to come right back. They can shut people down on Twitter. They're going to go somewhere else. We're going to find a way to keep communicating why people in America would want to do what they're doing to our country and take it in the direction of socialism. I cannot for the life of me understand. We have the best country on earth, in my opinion, and why they would want to do this to America, a system that is proven over history to fail 100% of the time they want to bring to America. I don't understand it, but we have to stay strong we can't let down. We have to keep fighting. And, you know, it may come to some sort of a civil war someday. It may come to America splitting apart. But I just know that patriots in America are not going to sit still for this. If they think that we're going to take this and not fight back, they're wrong. You're absolutely right. We have an obligation to our fellow patriots and to others in the nation that do not want to see our country destroyed to stand up and speak and to do it correctly. 22 months will go by very quickly, especially uh, watching all the corruption that will happen. And we are going to just gain more momentum, more anger, more solidarity. And we've just got to put together um, platforms to work on. And we've got to put forth great candidates to beat this back. The one thing that we're all sure of is that conservatives are under attack in America. Big banks and big businesses are preventing conservatives from having the ability to donate to the Republican parties. Our means of communication on social media have been shut off. And we don't know what other measures are going to be taken, but we're pretty sure that it is not going to stop here. So what we can do is stay strong, keep believing in America, keep believing in the promise of America, and we will prevail. We must prevail or we lose the great America that our forefathers saw for us. The Ladies of Liberty will be here to walk people through what we know as we know it, and we will continue to 
make the attempt to keep America great. We may not have President Trump, but he's not going away. He will still be here and he will still be a leader to the conservatives. There are many, many, many people who believe in him and believe in the things that he did for America. We're going to have some hard years, but maybe those hard years will make us stronger, will make us up our game in creating our own social medias, our own schools, our own ways of making America great that we know we should never have let go of. We have been complacent and we are not going to be complacent anymore. So there's a silver lining here to everything. Well, ladies, that's a wrap. One more step for womankind. 